It's time to get moving, Toledo. Sponsored by 3D Wellness, here's your host, Jim Poole. Spring has actually sprung. It's going to be beautiful today. It's going to be absolutely beautiful tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, we've used the excuse the last couple of weeks when we've had some other guests on the air that, you know, we're in the Midwest. We have crappy weather a lot of time during the course of the winter months. And a lot of people use that as their crutch, their excuse not to get outside and be active. Well, there's no excuse. If for nothing else, get out Sunday and just make sure that you enjoy the weather. You know, we had the guys on a couple of weeks ago from the parks. Um, go out, check out one of the parks. Actually, check out, I'm going to give you a, a, a little homework here. Go out and check out one of the parks that you haven't been to tomorrow. And just walk around. Get out and enjoy some fresh air for a change. No rain, no snow. Um, you know, we're, we're going to take advantage of it while we can. It doesn't mean it's going to be nice until we get to the 4th of July. Who knows? We know how Toledo is, and we know we can get a snowstorm and an opening day for the mud hens. But um, let's get out and enjoy it while we have it and uh, make the best of it. That way there's no excuses why you're not out, why you're not out being active. Um, you know, I, I like to say that, you know, as a runner, we go out and we run four seasons. But I do know that for people that are getting off the couch and getting starting to get active, starting to take a hold of their health and their wellness, um, you know, it's harder for some people. They can get distracted by the weather and say, eh, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to wait till the weather's a little nicer. Well, now there's no excuse, at least not the next two days. So let's take advantage of it. Get out, have some fun. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of things going on downtown uh, this week, actually coming up. And we're going to have a couple guests on here coming up. But the thing is, it's that time of year when everybody gets their green on and St. Patty's Day is right around the corner. So when we come back, we're going to talk to Bill Klein from the Blarney and Clint McCormick from Run Toledo about a great event that's going on in the fifth year. I know Bill's going to tell us a little bit about the history of the block party that they've been doing with the Blarney now downtown. But uh, there's a great event that we do every year with them. Uh, called the Shamrock Shuffle, and it's going to have a little different twist this year, and we'll tell you about that when we come back. You're listening to Get Moving Toledo, brought to you by 3D Wellness and Jim Pool Health. We're back on Get Moving Toledo, and in the studio, I have the pleasure to introduce two gentlemen. Um, Gentlemen might, I'm going to use that loosely, but uh, (laughs) two guys that are good friends of mine, one I work with, and one is a fraternity brother, who I do a lot of work with as well. Uh, Billy Klein, the managing partner for the Blarney is here with us. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. And Clint McCormick from Run Toledo, as well as Dave's, the race director, for all the events that go on in and around Toledo. Um, Clint and I work together every day. We share an office. Actually, I, I don't have room in the office. We all, all of Clint's stuff is in there. But we do share an office at the, at the Dave's office. And um, But he's here with us, so thanks, Clint. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Bill, let's start with you. We'll get to you, Clint, but let's start with you, Billy. Um, the Shamrock Shuffle. And and St. Patty's Day as a whole, it's coming up. It's this week, fourteenth, oh, fourteenth yeah. annual block party. Uh, Shamrock the block, Shamrock the block. Uh, you guys were the first tenant down here, basically. I, I think I, I was One telling you first. before we went on the air. Um, I had Troy Raisky on from the Huntington Center a few weeks ago, and we were talking about that. That you know, you and Eddie took a chance uh, and and picked the spot, opened the doors, and for a short time, you were the only show in town down here. Yeah. You know, and then the ballpark happened. And then every other place in the area started saying, we got to be downtown, we got to be downtown. And 
people started opening businesses, bars, restaurants. The arena shows up downtown. The hockey team's now just a block away. Um, and all of a sudden, you guys find yourself in the mix of the best entertainment district in the Midwest now. The epicenter. In my eyes. The yeah, epicenter. the epicenter. Exactly. Downtown. So it's, a, it's an Irish theme bar. It's St. Patty's Day. comes around once a year, even though for Irish people it's about 360 days a year. Uh, but you decide to put some tents up. You decide to throw a party the first year. And it evolves over time with the help of the firefighters, local 92 charities. They do a lot of work as well to, to get this thing going every year. Um, but it turns into this massive shut the town down and let's go downtown and celebrate all of our Irish heritage every year. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, we're expecting just a little over 10,000 people. Uh, you know, guys like Clint that have come aboard to help us to really grow this event in downtown Toledo and in the region. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the largest, and uh, we're pretty proud with what we've done this year. Uh, we're actually going to go five days. We're going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. <laughs> because we have programming every single day. We're going. We're we're going to we're going to go sideways for five days. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because you can't ever celebrate St. Patty's Day too much. No, right? no. I mean, so. Friday is the kickoff, yeah. the 13th, so don't anybody be scared off by Friday the 13th, but it's also the day of the Blarney Shamrock and Shuffle. And so Clint, being the race director, uh, it's our fifth annual race that we've done down here with these guys. Uh, it started off, you know, I've talked about this a couple times on the air in previous weeks, where everybody comes to you now, or comes to the store, or comes to, talks to us when we're at different events, I'm like, we want to do a race. Oh, okay. And we want to do a race downtown. And we're like, Okay. And we go through the process. Some happen, some don't. But we've, you know, we've established some great events downtown. Um, the Shamrock Shuffle being kind of the big party slash race event in town. Like, there's nothing like it. Yes. Yeah, so we get, as you said, we get requests every day. Like, hey, we want to do a fundraiser. You know, we have a great cause and all of them are great. Um, but putting on a race necessarily isn't a way of making money unless you grow it really big, right? You certainly have um, economies of scale in your favor when you start doing that. When we created this idea five, six years ago to put on a race with St. Patrick's Day, we kind of looked at the market and said, what are we really missing with, with regards to the road racing, if you will, or, or runs? And quite honestly, you know, we created this event as almost an anti-5K. And to your point earlier, it's just get out and move. We wanted to attract people that... Um, don't typically look at a 5K saying, you know, I'm going to sign up. This is, this is what I'm doing this weekend. We want to get people just motivated to come out there and just walk and shuffle, right? So if you look at everything we created in this race, we did three miles. Why? I didn't want another 5K, right? We want to do something other than a 5K, so we created a three-mile event. It's not called a race. It's called a shuffle because we want everybody of all ages and abilities to be able to participate. Um, and I think it was really eye-opening the first year we did this. I'll never forget, you know, it was a, it was a 4 o'clock start on a Saturday afternoon, and we're probably two minutes before the, the, the start of the race. There really was nobody at the start line. We literally had to run into the bar and say, guys, the race is starting. Put your beers down and let's go. Well, this is before Dora, so people didn't put their beers down. They came out anyways, and they just walked and jogged, and people had cigarettes and beer, and the, the, this started a whole new philosophy of – Getting out and moving. And hence the shuffle. <laughs> right. But it kind of was an eye-opener for us because we really hadn't experienced anything like this with, the, with this demographic. So we said, how do we make it more inclusive for anybody? Um, so most races don't allow you to cut the course, but we encourage it because, again, we just want you to be part of the race. So right about mile two, 
you can go straight to the finish line, i.e. beer tent, or you can turn right down Summit Street and do the full three-mile distance. Um, and part of it is is not that we, you know, you know, we want everybody to say, oh, hey, I did a three-mile or I did two miles, whatever it is. We just want you to be part of it, have fun, and then hopefully through that experience that we put on of, hey, hey wait a I just did a race. You're like, okay, maybe I can do more. And that's what the rest of the summer is. I mean, we're March, for crying out loud. Do people really train for this? Absolutely not. But exactly your point is it, that's what it is all about is it's about getting people out there. And, yes, you're going to have that small percentage of runners that are going to show up and they, they're, they're getting ready to qualify for the Olympics. Just ask them. Um, and they're going to run it like you know somebody's chasing them. But the, for the rest of the community, for the rest of the town, you know, people show up, and there's a lot of people. I I can specifically remember in the tent last year, before the, the libation started for me, that I had a couple guys walk up that I know that are in relatively good shape, but they said, you know what. My wife talked me into coming down here, and this is my first race of any kind, run of any kind ever. And it started with, Bill, with your guys' event. You know? I'm not a big runner. I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm on the wrong show, but I apologize. I'm not a big-time <laughs> runner. So, uh, Clint, would you tell me like what the difference is between a 5K and what we're doing? Because I get a lot of those questions. Yeah. So, really, this is, this is more of a movement to come out and, and experience the running atmosphere without having to have the qualifications, I'll say. It's probably the best way to do that. Because we offer the two-mile route, you can walk uh, two miles in an hour, right? That's a 30-minute mile, right? So you can walk, stop, take pictures, you know, just be around it. Um, but if, you know, if you want to go out there and really run it hard, you know, we had a guy last year come in and he pounded the first mile. He did a workout, Right. You know, so we, we really encourage everybody to do that. And that's kind of why we created the event this way is you know, the, while we do time the race, there are no age group awards. What we do instead is I have handmade shillelaghs direct from Ireland. Just got them in the mail yesterday that we hand out to the most festive looking leprechaun that crosses the finish line. Right. So the top five women, the top five men dress up like a leprechaun and you get a handmade shillelagh from Shillelagh Ireland. The guy who makes him, his name is Liam. It doesn't get any more Irish than that, <laughs> That's right? about as Irish as it gets. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, that, right. But, so, but it goes to the, the theme of the show. It's about getting people moving and right. getting people active. And, you know, Bill, like, I, I'm down here a lot. Clint's down here a lot. Like, I, I take advantage of downtown, whether it be at the concerts, the hockey games, the baseball games, just to come down and, and you know, see our buddy Filippiak playing in the bridges or, you know, who, whatever you got going on, um, you know, from time to time. I, we're, we're downtown a lot. You know, a lot of people, yes, they come downtown once in a while and things like that, but they don't they don't really think of this being a destination for one, a race and races. You know, if you if you put a good product out there, it's going to be the second annual, the third annual. Now we're on the fifth yeah. annual Shamrock Shuffle, you know, but. The the event has continued to evolve from Clint talking about the shillelaghs for the best dressed um, to this year to the idea that was dreamt up. I'm pretty sure it was Clint's idea, yeah. but nonetheless, okay. it was actually my brother's. Okay, well, it was actually my brother's. He lives in Cleveland, and Cleveland holds the record. And I went to Clint and I said, "Let's break a record." All right, so tell everybody what the record is that we're Guinness attempting World to record. break. I'll tell you what. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the record that I think we are going to break. We're not going to attempt it. We're going to break it. Break so it. you're listening to Get Moving Toledo on 1370 WSPD. We're back on Get Moving Toledo. In the studio, I have Bill Klein from the Blarney and Clint McCormick from Run Toledo slash Dave's. And we are talking, Bill, right before we went to break, you started to tell us about the world record that we're going to shatter on the 13th. So let's talk about that first. Well, uh, you know, the Guinness Book uh, World Record uh, I know that we applied for it and got approved. Clint, tell us what we have to do to 
qualify. So this isn't just any world record, right? So we got to put a St. Patrick's Day twist on it. So that twist is is that we are providing all the registered runners with a custom-made kilt, right? So this will be the world record for the largest running event with kilts, right? So we need to get 2,041 people to not just register, but also to show up and start and finish the race, right? So the registration doesn't do a whole lot for us. We have to verify that they start and finish the race as well. So make sure if you decide to register, you come out as well. So to that point, if you start the race... There's no bailing after a mile for this I was going to say, you better finish. have somebody at the, uh, the, the yeah. drink station. Yeah. You so kill it. We're going to shepherd yeah. you along. <laughs> so to, to get us world record you know, style, there's all sorts of procedures and rules that we have to follow, and we created our own processes to follow that. So we have 50 official stewards throughout the course counting people that are leaving or coming back into the course. So there are a couple of checkpoints, we'll say, throughout the race that we're counting people who leave the course and then come back on to make sure that we have that accurate count. I love it. I love it. And Bill, tell us, uh, tell us about – first, let's talk about Friday the 13th, the first day of the, of the festival. Kicking the race off. And Kicking then, it off. And then let's, let's hear what's the schedule like for those five days. So the tent will open at 5 o'clock on Friday night. The race will post and, and start at 8 p.m. Uh, so, you know, we'll have – book that DJ, Jason Kelly. He'll be there the entire weekend, actually the five days, uh, playing music for five days straight, really. Uh, We'll probably uh, wrap that up Friday night. Going to Saturday, we're going to do a taste of the warehouse, and uh, we're going to feature restaurants in the tent. You can come, no cover, come down. You want to hang out, listen to some music, drink some beer. Uh, Deets, Mommy Babe Brewing Company, Vacasha's, Leaf and Seed, Pizza Popolis, many more. We're going to be under the tent uh, featuring some of their food, just kind of give you a taste of downtown. Uh, then uh, going into the evening, we'll have uh, a band that evening, and We'll have that tent going until, you know, about new, uh, midnight, 1 o'clock. And then Sunday we're going to have the, the pub open. The tent will be closed. We're going to do a, a really, really nice brunch from uh, 11 a.m. to about 3. And then uh, we'll have some live music Sunday afternoon, kind of a little Sunday fun day. And then uh, roll into Monday. We'll be open at 11 a.m., same time, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. in the pub. tent will be closed. We're going to do a, a countdown to St. Patrick's Day. 7 p.m., it'll be uh, St. Patrick's Day in Dublin. So uh, we'll have some live music then. I imagine then there could be a drink special or two maybe at that time. Industry Day that day. Monday will be Industry Day. So nice. we know that everybody's working hard for St. Patrick's Day. Come on in. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll take care of you. Doing uh, some specials on the brunch, uh, discounts for that So okay. uh, on, on Sunday as well. And uh, then we, we open at 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning. And there will be people waiting. Yeah, I love I mean, it. They will be they were waiting for us to open the door. And will you pounding prote- on the door? Will you protect identities so, like, in case their boss happens to see a TV coverage? Always. You come okay. into the Blarney. I, I you make no sure that all the faces are. are scrambled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. So you know, all day, uh, ten will open at, at noon on Tuesday, and we're gonna we're gonna party all day long. So just like we talked about, you know, Clinton brought it up. Uh, and I said it's the fifth annual. You know, the race continues to evolve, and, and it's it's changed a little bit every year. This year, we're going to go for the for the world record uh, with the kilts. And you know, your place has continued to evolve. Like you can't just open the doors and yeah, you got a, you got a great product, you got a great location, you got great food, great staff. 
Um, you know, you guys put your heart and soul into that place, but you guys also continue to make that place evolve and be relevant and, and continue to kind of push the boundaries of the building, literally. Yeah, we have. Uh, you know, we just opened the Murray Room in July. You know, our event center is going strong. Uh, we, you know, 50 people in the Murray Room. It's great. Uh, our sales manager, Whitney, has done a fantastic job with booking both rooms. And there are some availabilities, but not many, I'll tell you that much right now for 2020. So uh, if you've got any ideas for a group, you know, give us a call. We'll uh, we'll hook you up. And you guys have had, you know, the the backspace, the the original event area. Um, you've had you have all kinds of events. I mean, there's birthday parties, graduation parties, weddings, uh, you know, surprise cornhole. parties, cornhole tournaments yeah, I mean, on Tuesday nights. Yeah, cornhole. there's all kinds of stuff that goes on. You know, and it just again it keeps the mud hens aren't always in town. The walleye aren't always in town, you know, so a lot of people are like, well, a lot of those places are only busy when there's something going on with the, with the two teams, one of the two teams. Um, but you guys continue to, to bring in great live music all the time, and you have great, like I said, great food, great location, but you do. You continue to find ways to, you know, you took the St. Paddy's Day party, and now you're going to make it a, basically a week-long celebration, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, you can't go wrong with making a St. Paddy's Day party longer than it should right. be. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that's what's cool about – I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Downtown continues to evolve into, like you called it, the epicenter, and people are starting to get aware of it. The young people get it. The older people, as much as I hate to say it, you know, they quite haven't all jumped on board yet. You know, they still think downtown, downtown for my dad is like an overnight trip, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's 82 also, but now he still recognizes a good time when he sees it. So he does, I do drag him down here from time to time for a couple games every year and things like that. But, you know, I, I think people, as the, the downtown area continues to grow and evolve and, and, and prosper, um, you know, I think it's cool for guys like you that, you know, took a chance. And like I said, I, I, I tell the story all the time. You guys took a chance and opened the doors when, there weren't a lot of doors open down here. You know, yeah, that's, the you corner was it was dark. Yeah, it was dark. It, it really uh, you know, was. Ed started it. Uh, he really started the motion down here. And uh, you know, I, I I came aboard about nine years ago. So uh, you know, it's it's been great to you know kind of be proactive and and try to create things for downtown. You know, outside of the events that are happening, and that's kind of what we do. And Clint, you talked about when we were off the air about a we're getting close to the number that we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, continued to grow the event for five years, but you also has some sort of special offer you were whispering about over there, Bill. Right. So we were, we were talking about Jim's audience here. So here's the challenge to the audience that's listening is if you have not registered already, and He's I hope that you me, have. Man. He's killing me. Um, sign up for the race. Go to runtoledo.com. Click on the Blarney registration link and use the code WSPD for a discount code to get you into the race. So on the demographics piece, I thought it was very interesting. So Jim talked about the type, you know, somewhat of the ages, and I used older pretty loosely. But our number one category for this race is women ages 40 to 49. Hmm. Interesting. 70% of our field is women, which is very a fascinating number. Right? When I was talking earlier about the, this race is kind of like the anti-5K race in every way. Not that um, women don't dominate the sport, but in, in, in the races, this particular event, the women dominate it. 70% ages 40 to 49 is the number one demographic for this race. So we still need probably four to 500 more people to register. So we're right there on that cusp. Um, we're confident we're going to do this. I got enough kilts out there. So we need people to go out there, register, runsolito.com, use the code WSPD. 
and prove to me that Jim's got listeners. <laughs> oh, man, he's <laughs> yes. killing me. You're killing me, yes. dude. No, Thank you, Clint. I, I, you're, you're right, man. I mean, I think, you know, I think we're going to get to the number. I think we're going to have the record. Um, it'll be cool to be a part of that. And it, it'll be something that you can, you know, kind of stick your flag in the ground and say, you know what? We hold, we're world record holders here in Toledo. So let's, let's be world record holders. Sign up for the race. Follow Clint's instructions. You know, guys, thank you for coming down today. Thank you. Um, guys, like I said, the weather's beautiful. Take advantage of it. Until the next time I talk to you, get up, get motivated, and get moving, Toledo. People are quick to sell you a deal. How about saving on things you already buy? All you need is your phone and the U.S. Eagle Perks app. It comes with U.S. Eagle Perks checking. Save an average of $1,700 a year on thousands of local discounts. Checking that does more, saves more, because people mean more at U.S. Eagle. Terms and conditions apply. Savings research and app powered by Bazang. Individual savings may vary. See U.S. Eagle for details. Federally insured by NCUA.